Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today, I want to talk about how much exercise is the bare minimum when you are going through a season of life where you just cannot commit to very much. How much is the bare minimum that will keep you at least maintaining or progressing? And I want to make this episode as short and digestible as possible so that it's really accessible for those of you that are busy. I plan to do a more in-depth, detailed episode next week about volume and hypertrophy and minimal effective dose, so make sure to tune in next week if you're interested in learning more about this. But in this episode, I want to talk about what to do when you just cannot commit much time or energy to a lot of exercise. Maybe you have an intense job, or maybe you're a new mom, or maybe you're grieving, or maybe you're recovering from illness. Whatever it is, I want to give you some tools for success, for movement and exercise. Even if you're in a stage where you can commit to longer and more workouts, and that's not your problem right now, my bet is that someday you will need this information because life happens and we go through ups and downs. We all do. And understanding how to use these tools and that there is a minimum amount that you can do and come back to if you ever need it in the future. So feel free to listen, even if you're like, oh no, this doesn't apply to me right now. My bet is that maybe it'll apply to you in the future. So if you're in a season where you can't commit to much exercise, what is going to be the minimum you can do to gain muscle? And what is the bare minimum that you can do to maintain muscle? Because gaining and maintaining muscle mass will require different volumes of exercise. And different volumes for different fitness levels. So whether you're a newbie or whether you're trained, both maintaining and gaining muscle mass might require some different volumes. I'm going to give you some guidelines in this episode, but please know that some of this might be just you tinkering with your own body and your own volumes and what can fit into your life. So these aren't like hard and fast rules. These are just some like general guidelines that I'm going to give you in this episode. So if you don't have a ton of time to commit to exercise each week, maybe you're a new mom or maybe you have a crazy intense job, maybe your goal right now is not to gain a bunch of muscle mass. Maybe fitness is not your top priority and that is totally fine. You may just try to maintain or maybe build muscle, but like at a much slower rate, maybe your goal is to like get stronger and continue to move your body and take care of yourself. But setting the expectation that this type of routine is not an overnight or fast track, but applying the motto of gentle consistency during this time is going to be key for you. So is a minimum amount of exercise the best? Maybe, maybe not, but it all just depends on how it fits into your life. Could you see better results from potentially doing more exercise? Yeah, maybe. There's kind of a dose response relationship, which I'm going to talk about next week. That's really important, but there is still a bare minimum that you can do and still either maintain or progress. And I think that's really important to understand. Now, notice how I talked about muscle gain and I talked about muscle maintenance, which I'm going to get into detail in a moment, but I did not include fat loss in there. And that's because fat loss is primarily the job of nutrition, not exercise. Exercising to build or maintain muscle mass can help indirectly with fat loss because it helps keep your metabolism and your insulin sensitivity high, but it has nothing to do with the amount of calories you're burning. Um, It's more about the tissue that you're building to help aid your metabolism. Because what happens is as you cut calories, if you're trying to lose fat, you will lose both fat and muscle unless you are strength training. So if you're strength training and you're loading your muscles 
while you're cutting your calories for fat loss, then you can help avoid any associated muscle loss and then set yourself up for better results because losing lean mass or muscle decreases your metabolism, making staying at that energy energy deficit or cutting calories even more difficult. You'll have to continue to cut more and more calories as you lose more and more muscle. So we want to keep as much muscle and hopefully gain a little bit of muscle as well. So bottom line with that is that we are not exercising for fat loss. Leave that to nutrition. Evo members, check out the nutrition modules if you need to, but focusing on maintaining muscle at the very least while you're making nutrition changes is going to give you a lot more success. So let's talk about the amount of dosage that you need for both muscle gain and muscle maintenance, whether you're, you are a newbie or whether you are not a newbie and you're, you're trained. So first let's talk about muscle gain and define a few important terms when it comes to gaining muscle. So hypertrophy means muscle growth, gaining muscle, making the size of the muscle bigger. That's hypertrophy. The second thing I'll talk about is a hard set. A hard set is a set of repetitions where by the final rep that you do, you are close to failure. So let's say you do 10 repetitions in one set of bicep curls. So by the end of that set, by that ninth or 10th repetition, you are really struggling. You are getting what's called close to failure, which means you only have three to four reps left before you couldn't complete another rep. So what this looks like is... You're not just doing 10 reps and you're like, okay, I got to my 10th, but I could probably do like 15 more reps. That's not going to be effective or move the needle for muscle growth. You have to be struggling towards the end of your set. So if you're like, okay, I'm going to do 10 reps and you get to 10 and you're like, okay, well, I should probably keep going because I'm not close to my failure. I feel like I could do a lot more. So what this looks like when you are close to failure is your speed will slow down. You won't be able to lift the weights as quickly. And I'm not recommending that you wait, lift weights quickly, but I'm saying like you will really start to slow and you'll notice that your heart rate will also start to spike as your increased, um, demand as the demand for blood and oxygen goes up to the muscles that you're targeting. So your heart rate will start to spike, your speed will slow, and you'll really just start to notice that you have to struggle. Maybe you breathe heavier, maybe you make some faces, That's what you want to get to at the end of each set. And having these hard sets is really important when you are limiting volume because we want to make sure that you are getting efficient work to the muscle, even though you aren't doing much work, if that makes sense. So what's great is that if you are new to exercise or if you've taken a substantial time off, like if you're postpartum and you've taken like, you know, at least six weeks off, you will likely experience newbie gains. So This means that you will see gains in strength and potentially muscle mass with pretty much any volume, which is great news. This means that you're going from no training to some training, so you will likely experience some gains. Again, great news because it means that you can ease in with a relatively low volume and commitment and still see some gains. So this is a great place to be, especially for postpartum women who maybe just feel like they do not have the amount of time to dedicate to exercise, or maybe they feel like they aren't as stable or can't tolerate as much exercise right now. So staying on this lower volume end might be a great place to kind of start and ease and kind of dip your toe in. So if you're new, the minimum amount of exercise that I would recommend is one hard set per muscle group per week. Now, emphasis on the hard set, right? Has to be a hard set. So just using super lightweights and kind of just like, oh, I feel the burn, but you know, I could do like, I could do this for like three more minutes. That may not be enough to 
gain or maintain muscle mass. I'm not saying that that type of movement is useless. I'm not demonizing any movement. I encourage any movement at all. So if gentle Pilates is all you have the energy for, please do that. But having the expectation that gentle Pilates alone is going to really move the needle for you, I think might not just may not be realistic right now. So thinking about really emphasizing one hard set per week at a minimum per muscle group. So that's one hard set for glutes, one hard set for quads, one hard set for abs, one hard set for chest, one hard set for back, things like that. Now, if you're not new to training, you may need more sets if you're looking for muscle growth. So if you're a newbie, you could see muscle growth with as little as one hard set per week. But if you are trained, you might need more than that to see growth. Studies show that four sets per muscle group per week can result in great gains. But even if you only have time for like one to three sets per muscle per week, you still may see gains. It just may not be as obvious or they may just be smaller gains. So if you're not new to training and you do need to take a step back for life reasons, life season, whatever you're going through, maybe just focus on maintenance and dialing nutrition. Essentially, if you're trained, you want to do as many as you can realistically fit into your schedule, but don't beat yourself up if you can't get to that four sets per muscle group per week. Just fit in whatever you can and maybe just have the expectation that, okay, this is going to be the time where I'm just focusing on maintenance. So Evelyn members, what I'm going to do is I will link three classes for you in the show notes. These are two full body classes and one core classes, and they're all mini classes. I chose these because they hit each muscle group at least once. So you could take this, these classes within your week. The total time for all three of these workouts is 46 minutes total. And this hits every single muscle group at least once. So one of the workouts is 23 minutes, one is 16 minutes, and one is seven minutes. And then in one of the classes, we're repeating exercises. So we're doing more than one set per muscle group. So you could even whittle that time down more if you need to by just doing the first set for each exercise and then skipping to the cool down. As far as programming these into your week, you can totally mix and match them to do them whenever. You could do them all in one day. You could spread them out over three days, or you could do two on one day and one on another day. But getting all three in during one week would be kind of the minimum amount of resistance that I would recommend. Now, you don't want to do the same workout two days in a row, right? So if you do one of the full body classes, you don't want to do the same full body class the next day. You want to give at least a day in between so that you're not working muscle groups two consecutive days in a row. So if you want to find these on your own, if you're an Evelyn member, you can navigate to minis. There's a minis program. So you'll go under programs, minis, click the drop down box when you click on the minis program and you'll see that you can filter by all different muscle groups. So you can filter by full body, core to see all the options. But again, I will link all the classes that I'm talking about in the show notes. Now, what about cardio? How much cardio should you do? How much is the minimum amount that you should do? I always say that if you have time for only one thing, prioritize strength training because strength training will also double as cardio, especially when you're doing those hard sets, you will notice that your heart rate gets up for sure. And your heart and lungs don't know the difference between whether you're sprinting at hundred percent effort or whether you're lifting a weight. All they know is that there's increased demand for blood and oxygen and that your heart and lungs have to pump and work harder. So you're getting cardiovascular work when you are strength training. That said, being as active as possible is the goal. We want to avoid being super sedentary whenever we can. 
the ideal number of cardio or the ideal amount of cardio is 150 minutes per week of light to moderate intensity. So like light, you know, brisk walking. And that is in addition to your strength training. So you have your strength training, your one hard set per muscle group per week, and then you have uh, 150 minutes per week of light to moderate intensity cardio. Now that doesn't have to be all at once. You can break it up into different chunks throughout your week, spread it out throughout your week. And it all adds up, right? Walking quicker at the grocery store, taking your kids on walks, walking up and down the stairs a few times. It all can aggregate into that 150 minutes. The goal is to lightly elevate your heart rate each day. What this will feel like is it won't feel super intense. So it's, you know, your heart rate is above resting for sure. Like you can feel your heart pumping, but you could still breathe it in and out through your nose or you could still hold a conversation. So that's the type of cardio that we want to sneak in throughout our week if we can. Again, do not overthink this. And if you can't hit that and you're like, I just do not have the capacity to add that, don't worry. You will get to that eventually. And it's okay to be in a season where your fitness routine is not perfectly dialed. I would say that the more we can kind of dip and dive around seasons like this and not beat ourselves up, the better. So if you have to choose one thing, choose strength training and trying to gain muscle because the more muscle that you have, your cardiovascular health actually improves because more muscle means more tissue for your heart and lungs to serve even when you're at rest, even when you aren't working out. So again, if you just have to prioritize one thing, prioritize that strength over the additional cardio. Okay, so just to summarize, The minimum amount of resistance training I would recommend is one hard set per muscle group per week. So that's one hard set of step-ups, one hard set of sissy squats, one hard set of sideline shoulder abductions, one hard set of chest presses, all the exercises that we do in Evlo. One hard set per muscle group per week is what I would recommend. Your hard sets, if, if you're an Evlo member, you don't have to worry about any of this, but in case you're not, you know, we use moderate resistance and we basically go for 45 to 60 seconds until you feel like you're within that three to four rep range or close to that failure point. So that's kind of where you want to be in those hard sets. If you're just doing arm circles endlessly for four minutes, that might not be the best use of your time as far as gaining muscle. Newbies may see some small gains from doing just one hard set per week, but if you're trained, this may be more of a maintenance zone for you. You can follow the minis that I left in the show notes if you're an Apple member. And if you can lace in some cardio, shoot for that, you know, 10 to 30 minutes a day of some light intensity cardio, like brisk walks in addition to your strength training. But if you don't have the time and energy for cardio, just focus on your strength workouts. And then lastly, if fat loss is your goal, dial nutrition and make sure that you're eating enough protein and then make sure to check out the nutrition videos on the Apple membership. Okay. I know this was short and sweet. I tried not to go off on tangents. If you want more information about volume, I'll be discussing that in greater detail next week. So stay tuned. And then in the meantime, if this show helps you, I would so appreciate a review, a rating, subscribe, share with friends or on social media. It helps me so, so much. I do not take ads for this podcast and I don't plan to. So if you've been listening and you find value in the show, I would so appreciate you helping us out. And that is it. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.